Hello and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman and thanks for joining me today. You know, I have been so incredibly blessed and you hear me say this at the first of every one of my podcasts, but I've been so incredibly blessed that God has brought so many amazing people into my life and you've met some of them and hopefully over the next weeks, months, years, you'll meet a whole bunch more of them. And today is no different. Today I have a really good friend who... Um, I met several years ago, we were in contact, and then we were just lost touch for probably a couple of years even, and God swirled her back into my life, and now uh, she's a ministry partner with me, we do a ministry together, as well as just being a really good friend, and we are both life coaches, so we, we have that in common, and so that was kind of our connecting point, that and our, I was friends with her husband, and, and so anyway, today I want to introduce you to my friend, Nikki Wright. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Melissa. I'm so excited to be here. Hi, everyone. Yeah. So, Nikki, um, we met because I was we were life coaches. Yes. Uh, we actually went to the same um, guy to get our life coach certification. Yes. And we were at one time attending the same church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and was about 10 years ago. That was? <laughs> gosh, has it been that long? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Time flies whether you're having fun or not, I think. I know. Anyway, and so then, um, and it was kind of, at that point, it was kind of a surface-level relationship. Like, I knew her. She knew me. Right. Like, hey, how you doing? Great. I'm doing great, too. You know, kind yeah. of yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but um, about two years ago, or a year and a half ago now, um, God just put it in my heart that I should reconnect with Nikki. I, actually, literally, I saw her... I saw a post that she made on Facebook, Mm. and the Lord said, call her and go have coffee. And that's really all... I love that. All we knew, right? Mm -hmm. And so I call, I text her and said, hey, Nick, you want to go get coffee? And she's like, sure, let's get coffee. (laughs) And now we tell a story about what could happen... In a Starbucks. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Lest you think God doesn't like Starbucks, he does. Uh-huh. Right? You got Starbucks coffee, anything can happen. Right. And God. Mm-hmm. Starbucks coffee and God, anything can happen. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, tell us a little bit about you. Well, I um, was working as a finan- in the financial industry um, in 2009. Well, actually, it went all the way back before that, but I was at a particular company in 2009, and I I was good at my job. I was able to interact with people, which I love. That is my, um, you know, just something that God gave me, and I have to utilize that in order to thrive. Um, but I knew that there was something more to that. Um, so I just began to seek God and journal for a whole year. Wow. And, yeah. I journaled for a whole year. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have a mentor or coach or counselor or anything. I just knew that there was something else that God had for me, but I just didn't know what and what it was and how to figure that out. Sure. Besides just communicating with my father. And I did that through journaling and um, just writing down my thoughts and my emotions and um, what I wanted God to know you know, about where I was at the time, whether I was angry, frustrated, or joyful, or discontent, or um, just kind of in in between, Mm -hmm. you know, and God is in the the in-between. He is in the in-between. Yeah, and so he heard me one day out of the blue. He just popped, showed me exactly what I needed to do, showed me exactly what he created me to do, which was to encourage women um, through coaching them and encouraging them. 
And so the doors just came up, busted open, Mm -hmm. you know, door after door um, to get my certification, to figure out how to even start a coaching business. Um, He just showed it all to me. But the key ingredient to that was I was seeking Mm -hmm. him and I was obeying and trusting instead of, um, I didn't even... I didn't even let fear, there wasn't even time for fear to come in because I was just trudging through because I knew, I was just so passionate about it and I knew that that's um, what I had to do. Sure. You know, I think it's interesting. One of my favorite quotes, um, for a long time I thought it was a a motivational speaker who said it now. I think it was a Mark Twain Twain quote, actually. I kind of ran across that one day. I'm like, dude, he said that? I've been giving somebody else credit for that all this time. But anyway, one of my favorite quotes is uh, the two most important days of your life. The day you were born, the day you discover why. Ooh, I love that. Right? Oh, yes. And so uh, on that day, you discovered why. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, and, ma'am. And uh, and Nikki, man, she was she she did a she started a coaching business. Uh, she's coached. You coached a lot of single moms. Mm-hmm. You coached um, and uh, just all kinds of women oh, in business. Kinds women. All kinds young of young women in college, um, women who are fixing to get married, women who don't know if they should still be married, um, just women in transition, mm-hmm. women who need clarity, mm-hmm. women who, who like me, knows there's something else for them. They just don't know what it is or how to get there. And so I was able to be that person that I didn't have mm-hmm. um, to kind of s- speed up the process. Sure, sure. You know, one of the things I remember, uh, Nikki probably does have no idea, that this was even a thing when we talked about it. But several years ago, we talked about like how much she charges for her coaching sessions and stuff like that. And uh, hers is more than mine. She's more expensive than I am. And I was a little bit taken aback by that. I'm like, holy smoke, you get people to pay that, you know? Because like, I think we have a tendency to undervalue mm-hmm. what our own worth is. Yeah. And and she said, Melissa, I have single moms mm-hmm. sacrificing to to pay because they want their life to be better. And you know, I think that's an important, I think it's a really important thing when you look at that, um, we kind of, especially if you, I'm speaking right now specifically to the people in the realms of the world where it's like, man, charging for my own personal service to someone else seems a little sketchy or it's mm-hmm. kind of like, because we, we all we all come from it, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, but we all come from it at the, well, what do I really have to offer? What do I really mm-hmm. have to bring the table? Oh, yeah. Right? And and yeah. yet we have wisdom there. and we have all the stuff that, that God has implanted in us to bring to the table that has value and worth. Absolutely. So how would you coach somebody through a situation like that? Um, How'd you get them to pay you that much? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Well, it's it's all about, you know, it, if the cost it outweighs, um, you know, how bad they want to get through on the other side. Right. And um, I know I've been in situations where I've just been to my knees and I don't know what to do and I but I do know that I need help right and so that's the moment and I think that's you know why God um, allows us to get there Mm -hmm. so that we have that motivation we have that drive to just plow through and do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. and he's going to provide the the financial he's going to provide whatever we need in Mm -hmm. order to get there to get that help and to get that clarity so that we can thrive and be the person that he has called us to be, right? That's right. that's what he wants for his children. Mm-hmm. 
And so for the person, I mean, I have a, a lot of people call me who want to be a life coach, um, but they say the exact same thing as, as what you just said. They say, well, why would people pay me, you know, for, for me to just talk to them and kind of guide them? And, you know, I mean, what, what's, what do I have that, that is worth paying mm -hmm. me? And um, so at that point, I just have to point out and kind of remind them of their value right and what they have to offer and they can be even somebody similar to me um, in personality or in knowledge and wisdom and age whatever it may be but there's there's something special and unique about each of us and so also reminding them of that too like yeah we may be similar and we may do the similar things to provide help for people um, but there is something completely unique in each of us that somebody out there needs. Um, and so just reminding them of that yeah, and pointing that out and showing them the different um, areas of their life that where they have helped people. Sure. And they're like, oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did say that I really, you know, was there for them in that time and, and help them see the light, mm -hmm. you know? And so it kind of triggers a, a little bit of a confidence mm -hmm. in them to go forward. Right. And I think that's a really good point. I think um, I just want to kind of tap our toe in that lane for just a minute. Uh, and it's, it's the ability to see your worth and value to the world, to the kingdom of God, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing God wants to show all of us all the time mm -hmm. is what our own personal worth and value is. Right. And uh, I've, that was a battle I fought for a long time, feeling like I was overlooked, I was marginalized, I was unworthy, I was whatever word you want to call that thing. Right. And, and I really had to begin to go back and look at my life and say, no, those things aren't true about me. And I would used to laugh because, um, you know, we do, we do counseling, coaching stuff too. And, um, and one of the things that I have to remind myself every once in a while is I'm actually really good. People pay money to hang out with me, Amen. right? <laughs> Like I have, I must have something to offer yes, because people do. pay money to hang out with yes. me. And, and I think it, even when you're at our level and we're coaching people and that's our business and mm -hmm. people are saying, are, are making appointments and, yeah. and paying their good hard earned cash to yes. come and hang out with us. Um, you know, the truth is we still battle that kind of uh, right. self lack of confidence or lack of self confidence or whatever too. Mm -hmm. Cause like every, every once in a while I get up, yep. Okay, remember, you're going to have something to say. And the truth is, we have learned, and I think you would agree with this, we have learned to completely and totally rely on the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because in our own wisdom, mm -mm. we Not might be short. It. Not cutting it. And that's what I tell people. They're like, oh my gosh, how did, you know, that is so good. How, you know, how did you know to say that or whatever? And I'm like, nope. It was not me. I know nothing. Right. I can do nothing in my flesh. Yeah. It is all the Holy Spirit. It's God guiding me. And that's what I love. That's why I love just doing this. Uh -huh. I love coaching because it takes the pressure off of me having to perform. Right. And it and it puts all of the pressure onto God to perform through me. Uh, and he, he shows up every time. I know. Do you do this? I I hear something come out of my mouth and think, darn, that was really yeah. good. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I didn't know that. That's awesome, right? Uh -huh. I love those moments when, you know, you, it, it really does sort of, uh, you know, burn the flesh a little because, you know, that was not the person across from you that you're coaching may not know that it was yeah. God. I mean, that it wasn't you, but 
you know that wasn't you, right? right? <laughs> and I tend to give the glory. I give the glory to God for sure all the time because, and people look at me when I say I know nothing. I, you know, I'm, I'm nobody. I can do nothing. They're like, they look at me like, ooh. It's kind of they kind of see it as self deprecating. You know, um, oh, like I'm, I'm this, I'm nothing. I'm a nobody. I'm a whatever. Like, and that's totally not how I mean it. I'm right. Like, right. Because literally, without, I mean, okay, I could get through life, I guess, but I would not have that edge. I would not have that um, peace or joy, peace, joy, faith, yeah, uh, freedom. Yeah, freedom's a good word. Yeah, freedom from the fear. Uh huh. And I think if people understand that, understand that they don't have to rely on themselves. They have to all only rely on God. Uh huh. Um, that it takes away that fear and that nervousness and that worry. And all they have to go into it, whatever they're doing, um, is, okay, I'm here. I'm obeying. I'm, you know, physically here. I'm opening my mouth. All I have to do is rely on God to, to give me the words. Right. I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we either kind of fall into two categories. We don't do anything and we just say, God, if you want to do something, just, you know, I, it's your problem. Right. Which... Or we say, oh, my God, I have to do everything myself, right? Right. And somewhere in the middle of that is a balance. Like for the people who think I have to do it, do it, do it, do it. I have to be mm-hmm. prayer. I have to spend 20 hours in study and I have to have prepared for, you know, 52 hours for a five-minute speech. <laughs> no. And, you know, all those kind of things where they put all of the onus of the success or failure on themselves. That's a really unhealthy ditch versus the yeah. ditch that says, hey, I'm showing up. I haven't prepared. I haven't done anything. I right. haven't given it a thought. But I'm trusting the Lord. You know, totally. the devil doesn't care which ditch you're in. You're right? so right. I'm glad you brought that up. But I think for, for the most part, the majority of people don't put enough pressure on the Lord to show up for them. Do you know That's what I'm good. saying? They think I have to do all of this right. myself. Right. And yet I, I tell people that are new in faith and mm-hmm. maybe struggling in an area and maybe hearing God's voice or whatever, I'll say to them, you know what? Go sit and go, go sit down somewhere in quiet. Mm-hmm. Say to the Lord, I'm here. Mm. I'm open. I'm available. My heart is to hear what you have to say. And mm-hmm. if I walk away from this session and I haven't heard anything, God, it's your fault. Right. Cause <laughs> yeah. he's a big God. Oh yeah. Right. And people are, people are like, Ugh. I don't know if that's okay. Like that might be blaspheming me right there, you know. <laughs> but the truth is, um, God wants to empower us to mm-hmm. do exactly what He's created us to do. Absolutely. And so and He will. He will. Right. And and He hasn't. Has He failed you yet? No, man. Right. He's never let us no. down yet. No, I've gone through cycles, and uh-huh. I want. And that's something I do want to say to everyone. Um, I'm not on my A game. I'm not. You know, just top-notch, busy, doing stuff 24-7 for the last seven years because that's how long I've been a coach. Um, There's cycles. Mm -hmm. And God, I believe God um, puts me through those cycles, those seasons, Mm -hmm. um, for a reason. Right. And, you know, just like you and Roxanne were talking about on, on your last podcast with her, I loved the analogy of peeling back the onion. Right. And so you sometimes you can't... God can't peel back the onion um, if you're just going next, you know, 90 to nothing, mm-hmm. 24-7. Right. Um, so there has to be seasons of rest, of reevaluation, of growth, of learning, um, just going through different experiences so that when you do go back into, you know, full force on, you know, I'm on my game, um, you have something special 
that you didn't have before sure. to share sure. um, with that person that you're coaching and leading. And so that's a really good point. Let me ask you a question. If speak to the person who's saying, like, I feel like God is calling me to move forward to do something that to me is big. Mm. Uh, what's the first step? Wow. Um, just rejoice in that mm-hmm. alone because mm-hmm. that's, that's a great and exciting place to be. Yeah. I, I love when I'm like, okay, God, I know you're talking to me. I know you're wanting me to do something. Um, I'm listening. I'm here. And that's when I really start activating my journaling. Mm-hmm. And um, so that I can be in constant communication and awareness of what God is th- having me do the next step. Right. And it's all about um, that one step. The next step, not the next 300 miles. Right. Um, Because then you're going to get really overwhelmed. And the excitement is going to turn into nervousness and fear and worry. So my suggestion is to lock arms with somebody that um, you trust Mm -hmm. and that you know will guide you in the right path. That they've been there. That's the best the best person I think is they've been there before they're wise they're maturing I mean we're all maturing sure but um, someone that you trust especially to just kind of keep you grounded Mm -hmm. because you can get kind of at least for me I can get kind of wild with it I'm like okay I'm going to do this 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 and this and I'm really excited I'm going to get this going but if you have somebody to kind of ground you and say okay Nikki you know Let's slow down a little bit. Let's make sure that's what God is wanting you to do. Um, and just ask for confirmations right. from God. He will give them to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has no problem giving you confirmations. That's really good. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think we could do two or three or ten podcasts with Nikki. And I'm, <laughs> I already have in my head that I'm getting ready to reschedule her for another one. Because mm. I think we didn't even touch on the surface of so many things I want to talk about with mm. you. And so if you're okay, we're going to invite you back yeah, to absolutely. come and do another one in, in the very near future. Yeah, sure. Um but let's just t- let's finish this one out with a little bit of fun, okay? Because okay. I love to end them. I love to end all my podcasts with what I call rapid fire, uh, no think questions. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> God help me. So, uh, so I always start with my favorite one. Are you tea or coffee? Coffee, coffee. Right she's now. literally sitting here with two cups <laughs> in front of her, and she's been drinking out of both of them. I think water, water, and coffee. And coffee. Right. I always have to have water with me twenty four seven, or I feel a little panicked. <laughs> like, I don't know what that's about, but... <laughs> Water is her security blanket. Yes. We got to get you out of that plastic straw, though, sister. That's what I'm thinking. I know. It's First bad. of all, it's too short for your cup. Yes, it is. I it. need I need a metal you, or a stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah. She needs a stainless I'll steel I'll step straw. it up, I promise. Okay. <laughs> By next podcast, I'll have a stainless steel okay. straw. Okay. Are you... Uh, do you drink your coffee black or do you foof it up? I put a little bit of half and half and that's it. Just a tiny bit. Okay. All right. One of these days you'll grow up into a big girl and you'll drink black coffee like the rest of us. It's funny because I used to drink total black coffee all the time Uh for years and years and years. And then for some reason, I don't know if I just saw somebody's coffee and thought it looked really creamy and beautiful good and yeah so I was like okay I'm gonna try a little half and half and but I can't do the sweet stuff yeah you know a lot of sweet stuff yeah I don't like I I used to drink sweet coffees all the time now I'm like I can't stand those anymore yeah right uh so are you sweet or salty sweet what's your favorite go-to snack 
see, I get nervous because I'm like, <laughs> I have so many snacks I love. Um, oh gosh, I love ice cream. I get in ice cream modes. And then I get in, um, I don't know, donuts. I donuts. Donuts. Yes, oh, donuts. donuts are so good. So, yeah. um, aside from the Bible, what's one book that changed your life? I knew you were going to ask this. I should have had it prepared. Um, <laughs> Think on your feet, Dick. Think on your feet. <laughs> oh, there's so many good books. Pick one. Anyone. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Lisa Turkhurst. Um, um, say, uh, best Yes. Best Yes. The Best Yes. The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. I've never read that. I might have to go oh, read it. Oh, really? I've yeah. had so many um, coaching groups on it, and it's really good. Awesome. That means I'm going to have to read it for sure yes, now. Yes, it helps okay. me make choices. Okay. Uh, one tip you could give to moms. Oh, wow. Nikki is the oh, mother of boys. Give yourself so much grace. I have three little boys, two, five, and 11. And uh, so much grace. And take a breather. Right. When you feel overwhelmed, leave the room. Go to the bathroom. Go outside on the back porch. Take a breather. Right. Good. That's good advice. That's super good advice. Okay. So, Nikki, uh, we come to see how fast 20 minutes flies. Oh, my flies. gosh. It's it already flies over. By. It's like, whoop, it's we're done. I love um, it. So, tell me a little bit. How would people get in touch with you? Maybe they want to work with you as a, as a life coach. Maybe they have some stuff that's going on. They want to either working on projects or they want to work on a personal development of mm -hmm. their own life or or whatever if they want to do that if they want you to have come and have you speak at one of their events mm. uh, how would they get a hold of you um, my email is uh, Nikki n-i-k-k-i at Nikki l right dot com okay we'll put those we'll put that in the show notes too and then at my website is www.nikkielwright.com okay I have a Facebook page at Nikki Wright Life Coach Facebook okay. page. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And so all the usual social media. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll put the links in the show notes for that. But um, do you have availability for coaching now? I do. Okay. Um, not much. Right. Because I just, I got a new client just actually today. Um, I'm meeting with her. Um, so I'm filling up, um, but I do have a few spots open. Sure. And, and you're like me. It cycles. Yes, it does. So, because people don't come and stay with you forever, mm -hmm. right? They come for seasons. Yeah. And so, uh, but if you're if you're interested, if you're do you only work with women? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So Nikki only works with women. So if mm -hmm. you're interested, if you're a woman out there and you're interested in helping, maybe you feel like you're in a stuck place. Mm -hmm. Maybe you feel like you have a project you want to move forward. Yes. Uh, Nikki is a master at life coaching, and I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you. Uh, connect with her get even if you have to get on her wait list she is worth have, she is worth being on the wait list for <laughs> and so uh, I want you to do that I'll put all of her contact information in the show notes if you're looking for a speaker you get Nikki you call Nikki have her come speak to your group she's motivational she's in uh, she's uh, intelligent uh, she brings she brings the good stuff when she comes and so utilize her for your your women's groups for your personal self. Uh, you also do some group coaching, right? Yes. She does some group coaching. Yes, so whether you're a single mom, single person, married, with kids, without kids, even if you are in your 60s and you're just trying to figure out where to go now, Absolutely. get with Nikki. Yes. So Nikki, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Melissa. You're I, so awesome. I love it. I promise we're going to do another session yes. when we have more time. 
because uh, we didn't even talk about Dream Sisters, which is oh, huge. Dream Sisters. So we're gonna we're gonna cut this off because right now when we're recording this in five minutes, we're starting our Dream Sisters group, uh, which is our women's group that we do, and so we want to talk about that. So I'm gonna schedule her to come back in, and so uh, just remember that um, God never wastes a single minute of your life. He uses every one of them for His glory and to teach us things, and that's awesome, and to help other people. And so, uh, would you do me a couple of favors before you click off of this podcast today? If you enjoyed our podcast, would you just take a moment right now and hit that little subscribe button so that all of the latest podcasts will be in your podcast feed? Second of all, most importantly, one of the things that helps us more than anything, would you share this podcast with your friends on social media? Man, that helps me. Let's spread this podcast around the world. And finally, would you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating because that helps our uh, that helps our podcast bubble to the top so people can find it and that means a lot because listen the people that God has brought into my life are amazing if you've listened to my podcast at all you already know that but uh, so let's share it with the world let's let's make these people um, famous as they make Christ famous in their life and so until we meet again remember he doesn't waste a thing